Twitter versus Apple, Elon Musk versus Steve Jobs. I mean, kinda. We'll get to that in a minute. But for right now, we're going to talk about what everyone is talking about right now, especially on Twitter, which is Twitter. More than FTX imploding or exploding, at least at the time of this recording, more than Mark Zuckerberg laying off 11,000 people, more than Apple momentarily junking up the App Store with gambling ads, more than the FBI allegedly test-driving Pegasus spyware a couple or a few years back, Elon Musk speedrunning social network leadership fantasy camp is what's dominating the hearts and drama stems of every doom scroller and tech media thirst trapper in the 1218 universe. And that's regardless of whether you or anyone personally believes Elon is a genius engaging in sophisticated social engineering hacks, playing 6D chess at 9,000 IQ galaxy brain level, about to tear down old media biases, new media problems, multimedia limitations, first, second, third, fourth, and fifth estate oversight, nation-based currencies, and have a functional town square for when that square and town is finally fully functional in Dr. Manhattan City on Mars. Or a driven opportunist surrounded by yes people, not quite smart enough to know he's in way over his head or to understand surrounding himself with no people would be infinitely more valuable and that the same stands that love him for today's memes are always just one bad midterms away from turning on him like a rage zombie made freshly mob hangry. And yes, I am an OG 2008-era Twitter user and a Canadian, so that is the absolute politest way possible to both sides all of the arguments all about this. So sorry. So sorry. And I think a lot of it comes down to what Elon said his strategy is seldom, if ever, matches the tactics he actually chooses to use. The tell doesn't match the show, the words, the deeds. And whether that's a bug or a feature seems to depend entirely on how much you buy into Musk being a 12th level Kaluvian intelligence or just the latest in a long line of galactic emperors with no clothes. Maybe both. Take being a freedom of speech absolutist, for example. He wants Twitter to be a marketplace of ideas where comedy is back and the best and brightest opinions contend for cultural dominance, like Thunderdome. But the principles of freedom of speech have never been centered on protecting our own opinions from any form of pushback, retort, or personal responsibility, because by definition, that impinges on the freedom of expression of others, up to and including, yes, parody. It's the exact opposite of the principle, which is protecting the rights of those with whom we disagree deeply, passionately. It's not meant to shield the lifestyles of the reactionary rich and fragile famous, but to arm all of us, everyone, even and especially the marginalized and vulnerable. And being a technologist is another. He wants to make Twitter not only more reliable and more efficient, but expand it into X, an everything app, as essential and encompassing to North American lives, maybe global lives, as WeChat already is in China. But technologist is Adam and bit specific. Just because Steve Jobs could ship the iPhone didn't save Ping from being an unmitigated social networking disaster. And just because Johnny Ive designed the iPod didn't stop people from running head injury first into the glass walls at Apple Park. You can't just be knowledgeable about other technologies or smart in general, even passionate about a new product or mission. You have to be teachable 
which means humble and trustworthy, or no one will ever be able to go to sleep without worrying you'll just blow everything up by the time they wake. And it's not rushing to lay people off in your first week, finding out you desperately need them over the weekend and trying to get them back, including and especially the ones already working on whatever's popping from the random feature tweeter you have hooked up to your account or keeping the infrastructure of the entire system actually up and running. It's not moving fast and breaking things. It's thinking deeply and building things. Likewise, providing a platform for creators because pretty much every creator, myself included, will tell you that we can just never have too many competing platforms. And yes, I work at YouTube now, but I still post my short form videos to Instagram Reels and to TikTok, and my long form videos to Facebook, Nebula, and sometimes Twitter. Hell, I am already monetized for Twitter video. I have been for a long while now, or at least I was because who knows if that's even a thing right now. Point being, in order for Twitter to have value to creators, it has to provide value, money. And that's typically done through ad sales, which require advertisers, because there is no amount of membership or fan funding that comes anywhere close to what you can make through advertiser rev share. And for that, the platform needs, the advertisers need brand safety. If they're even gonna be thinking about running their ads on the platform and telling them you want ads is meaningless, completely meaningless, especially when you destroy verification just because you're upset that reporters report on your business. And yes, there are absolutely bad reporters, just like there are bad waiters and mechanics and doctors and managers and CEOs and billionaires, but burning everything down to the point where it's impossible to even tell real brands, real organizations from complete and utter fakes is the opposite of safety. And laying down the ban hammer on parodies of yourself more than on parodies of these other accounts just ain't it, Chief. It ain't Chief at all. Especially when you start realizing all the problems and basically cycling all the way back to some semblance of the original system, but now without any of the resources left to manage it because you fired some ridiculous percentage of your trust and safety organization to the point where most of the leadership resigned as well. And then you keep on firing more, all the while tweeting things that make major ad agencies tell their clients, including Apple apparently, to just hit the brakes on all the spend and hard. Telling creators you'll give us a higher percentage is great, but a higher percentage of nothing is not so great. And the weirdest part, the absolute weirdest part of all of this is how inefficient, unfocused, and unnecessary so much of it seems. Like when Steve Jobs took back control of Apple, things were even worse than they were at Twitter when Elon took over. And Steve made radical changes, a ton of them. And he was absolutely operational about it, maybe even ruthless, but he never sounded petty or cruel, at least not at an organizational scale. And he brought in new people to run the place, sure, but they weren't his buds, his pals. They weren't even Pixar engineers auditing operating system code. They were from Next and had deep institutional knowledge of the specific industry they were coming to work in. They also weren't yes people. They were people who argued with him and they won. He also didn't throw things out just to see what stuck and then crazy Ivan them every few hours. He came up with a simple quadrant diagram for hardware and a patient, almost 
painstaking multi-year plan for migrating the software. Steve didn't say Apple was gonna beat PC on pricing and then ask how PCs were priced the way Elon asked how content was monetized or say macOS was running more computers in the world than Microsoft the way Elon said Twitter was driving more clicks than Facebook or complain about how fast they were shipping after Thanos snapping the staff the way Elon has been complaining about performance on everything from the servers to Android lately. I think because Steve didn't have the same constant unquenchable thirst for internet attention to be meme lord of the flies, so to speak. He wanted to build a business that could ultimately outlive him, outlast him, one where he'd manage the top line, the strategy, the people and the products and the bottom line would follow. Something ironically, I think Apple's been forgetting about lately and more on that in a future video. But right now, Twitter feels less and less like Apple and more and more like Facebook with a CEO in complete voting control, accountable to nothing and no one, moving speed force fast and breaking pretty much everything instead of you know, just taking a moment, taking a beat, laying down a product quadrant and figuring out a multi-year software plan. Because with all these Twitter and Facebook and other engineers freshly back on the market, someone else is gonna figure it out and most likely first. And then maybe none of this Twitter drama will mean anything anymore, not to anyone. But if you wanna help them, if you wanna be part of whatever comes next, if you wanna understand neural networks, algorithms, machine learning, all the foundations of modern software and systems, then you can get your start with Brilliant, today's sponsor. Brilliant is like college level courses made available to everyone, to anyone, and just the best method possible to learn computer science, math, physics, quantum mechanics, game theory, and more in a visual, hands-on way. For example, you can learn to program by shifting blocks of pseudocode around, and you get immediate feedback, which leads to immediate results. You feel like you're solving puzzles, gaming even, but if you invest even a few minutes a day, every day, you'll be absolutely amazed at how much progress you can make. And then coding becomes just way less intimidating and way more accessible. And Brilliant has thousands of lessons just like these with new exclusive content being added every month. So you never have to stop learning. You just have to start. Just visit brilliant.org slash Richie or click on the link in the description. And the first 200 of you will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. Just click the button on the screen or go to brilliant.org slash Richie. Clicking on that button really helps out the channel and so does hitting up this video to see why I'm personally so invested in Twitter and why I think all of this is such a big deal for all of us. So check it out and I'll see you in the next video.